But it's looking like that shooter was on some uh, like racist incel shit. Oh, cool! I love stupid bullshit like this. Now, sisters and brothers, we know we got over by the blood, the sweat, and the tears <laughs> of sheroes and heroes. Some whose names we know, and some whose names we do not know. But I will tell you something: we have been here before. Now, the only difference is we got some company, Rev. We got our gay lesbian sisters and brothers with us this time. We got our Hispanic, Asian, Native American sisters and brothers with us this time. I think Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King said we may not have gotten here on the same ship, but we are in the same boat right now. In Father Teresa's Wine Cellar, we believe all oppression is intersectional. And this means our analysis of current events frequently includes discussion of difficult and explicit content. Any combination of the following topics could be included in our show. Murder, rape, war, climate change, racism, sexism, violence, sexual violence, homophobic violence, heterocentrism, discrimination and abuse against individuals of nonconformist sexuality, domestic violence, child abuse, child rape, child neglect, elderly abuse, verbal abuse, police brutality, microaggressions, ableism, cyberbullying, genital mutilation, ideological extremism, and people just being total fucking assholes. <coughs> Why are you so dramatic? Oh. Okay, now you're just showing off. Alright. WineCellarMedia.com. Father Teresa's Wine Cellar. William J. Jackson, the greatest black atheist, not humble about it. You can't run a fade with me, and you can't battle me on the mic, not humble about it. (laughs) (laughs) And tweeting the uh, link to the Facebook Live video on Wine Cellar Media on the Twitter, so that this here uppity, light-skinned, freckled-faced, colored woman Mm -hmm. with your Jewish background can share it. Okay. With your 18,000 nigger black followers. Yeah, I don't think most of the people who follow me are actually black. Everyone that follows us is a nigger. No. Fact. No. Fact. Why do you talk about our audience like this? Dr. Mo, black as coal. <laughs> Dr. Mo is white. Mrs. Becker, the teacher. Also colored, white. Colored, nappy headed. White. Maddie Stump, Negro. Black as ever. Blackest person I ever done seen. Really? Don't do nothing but play basketball. Really? On a malt liquor hoop. On a malt liquor hoop. The hoop is literally made out of frozen malt liquor. Mm-hmm. Every time she makes a shot, she gets to have a, a, a liquor sickle. A lick. Okay. You've gone too far. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I've gone too far. Yes. Not yet. 
Mm-hmm. Not yet. Go back in the archives and see. Really? <laughs> really? There's some stuff, buddy. All right. Some things I saw while I was um uh, just getting up and going. You know what? Let's go back to some gangsterism. Gangsterism of MAGA. Because they're in the streets out there in MAGA land. I don't need this bandana thing anymore. I'm not doing my gangster rap shit. Uh, All right, folks. I'm trying not to do the gangsterism of MAGA too much, but I think it matters. And I don't want you out there getting your ass beat. I really Mm. don't. I don't want people out there getting fucked up fucking with these Trumpanzees. Like, those are some violent fucking animals out there. The MAGA hat gangbang boys. Yeah. Are no jizzoke. And uh so Rick Joyner, yeah, that name again, is uh is talking that gangster shit as per casual. You know what? Like this is actually worth a, a, a different instrumental here. Jesus Christ, we're gonna go above the law on this one. Hmm. Above the law, below the law, just know that there's a black crow. Yeah, you like that bass line. I like it too. Alright, so Let's hear it. Let, let's just hop right into it. Yes, ma'am. You are. You oh, are. I just found a hilarious quote from Andrew Yang. Oh fuck! It, wait, inadvertently hilarious. Yeah. Shit. What is it? Uh, so yesterday or this morning, he tweeted and said racism is dehumanizing because mm-hmm. of the shootings of uh, a white man. If you haven't heard yet, a white man shot up um, a bunch of places yesterday. I think in a, in Georgia, and a lot of them happened to be like massage massage parlor type places and most of the victims were Asian women and so Andrew Yang's today is talking about how dehumanizing racism is but apparently when he was running for office he said we Asian Americans need to embrace and show our Americanness in ways we never have before we need to step up help our neighbors donate gear vote wear red white and blue volunteer fund aid organizations and do everything in our power to accelerate the end of this crisis we should uh, show without the shadow of a doubt we're Americans who will do our part for the country Woo! what in the fucking bootlicker dude <laughs> like racism is dehumanizing so is telling non-white people to wear red white and blue and do our part for the country man fuck this country nigga <laughs> oh my god was it that that harry truman nigga that said JFK. um the the ask not what you can whoop 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 yeah ask and not ask what, what you can do for ask not what your country can do for you but what you can do for your country or whatever that's why it's good to have a co-host, folks, because you imagine if that was just me. But remember when that nigga Harry Truman said, ask what the whoop, 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 and them niggas said, nigga, why don't you ask your country, why don't you whoop the whoop, whoop for me, cuz, nigga, that's on everything. That's why it's it's much better to have a smart-ass co-host, and I mean smart-ass and like a motherfucker that's smart. <laughs> if, I would have fucked that all up if this shit was solo. Jesus. All right, Rick Joyner. Let's give you the old Clipperino. With the environment that's being created now, especially with, I think, what is pouring right now across our southern border, I tell you. What is with these niggas and their low? I always have to, like, dramatically increase volume with these fucking fools. Is Jim Baker one of those ones who got caught doing a bunch of shit and then, like, got forgiven and now has a career again? Oh, God. Like, like I don't know. Just, I haven't like, covered it in a long time. I know it was, like, in the context of rape culture. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't remember if he was one of those, like, tax evasion people or, like, was grooming members of the congregation people. No, I think, like, a very specific woman victim. Okay. Yeah, and, like, I actually found, um, I the video clip had long been deleted, mm-hmm. but the transcripts were still available because it okay. was, like, one of those, uh... You know, like ABC, NBC shows. So, like, oh, the transcripts yeah. were there. Mm. It's like the, um, like, a lot of people will use this for homophobia, and I don't like to use these kind of quotes for homophobia. I like to use them just to point out, like, sycophantism, if I may suffix that term. Mm-hmm. Sycophantism and bootlickerism, if I may suffix that term. Mm-hmm. Uh, not for homophobia, right? But, like, the way Chris Matthews was talking about George Bush in the flight suit when uh, George Bush got got off a plane and was like, uh, we declare victory or some shit like that about Afghanistan. Yeah. And the way Chris Matthews was like, yeah, you see, he's just looking real good in that suit, fitting them good in all the right places. And it's just like, cuz, nigga. Like, if you're the media, the politician is supposed to be your enemy, fool. Right. Oh, yeah. Apparently it was both of those things, so... He resigned, uh, Jim Baker, after covering up hush money to the church secretary after an alleged rape. So there was a lot going on there. But then he came back to, uh, I just have to say it because the name is killing me. He then uh, returned to televangelism and founded the Morningside Church in Blue Eye, Missouri. He picked a town called Blue Eye. Man. Fine. And apparently he uh, now does like the Alex Jones style where he um, uh, promotes emergency like prepper survival equipment in between segments. Oh, the food buckets. Yeah. That nigga be slanging food buckets. Y'all come on. Sounds disgusting. Skit some of the white man's fried chicken. From Blue Eye. Well, we we deep fried it in hair mousse. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) White people, can some of y'all explain what the fuck is going on with mousse? I swear that's your jerry curl activator. Like, that's some wild shit. Because, like, you know how it is being a black kid in the suburbs. Mm -hmm. Most likely your first girlfriend or boyfriend or non-binary partner is going to be white. Mm -hmm. And I just remember, like, me, 11-year-old little black boy and my my girlfriend, (laughs) Heather... Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were we we were fixing to go down to the little local diner as fucking blue collar working class broke ass kids and get what broke ass kids can afford, which is like a, a plate, plate of, of fries. Blam! <laughs> a big ass plate of fries. Always a plate of fries. And she was like, "Wait a minute! I need to put in some mousse." And I was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> And she just took this skin, just, (laughs) and then shook her shit, and it looked like a jerry curl. And I was like, all right, let's do this. It's kind of like that. Because it's like hairspray that holds your hair in place, but because it's like mousse, it makes your hair wet. So however, it kind of, like, that's like the style it holds it in is kind of like a little bit damp, I guess. So I guess kind of. Mousse. Mousse. Y'all be wildin' with that shit. (laughs) And we got on our bikes and (laughs) went and did that. Ah, ah, the fucking the good old days. Just gangster rap and fries. That's all you needed. It was a simpler time. (laughs) All right, let's hope that I have my volume right for this low-tone talking son of a brisket. 
Skibby flippy dibby doo. All right, right wing gangsterism as per cash. <clears throat> yep, yep. I want to full screen it. There we are. Environment that's being created now, especially with I think what is pouring right now across our southern border. I tell you, we have to be ready to defend. Now again, so what's going on at the southern border on the right now status? I only read two articles, so you know, I'm not the most informed here. You, you know, you tend to need to read, I think like a five article minimum on one topic. But I, I, yeah, I only read two this morning. That um, it's actually more about the Biden administration <laughs> than the actual border itself. So like there's more children Coming up from uh, what South Central Central South McMurka, uh, yeah. and um, and they're getting held up there, and the Biden administration is limiting what um, the Border Patrol niggas can say out loud about what's happening down there. Yeah, and which I don't like that. I don't know what the fuck's happening. Even if I know the Border Patrol guys are gonna fucking lie, but fucking talk, say mm-hmm. say all the words. Right. And like one of them, the headline is pretty hyperbolic. They're saying like, there's a gag order on us. Yeah, that kind of shit. When it's like, really, nigga, just spit the real, say the game. Right. It's not like there's going to be any consequence. Like people still act like there's a consequence for participating in rape culture, for participating in uh, racism. Right. Like there are no consequences for that. So why y'all still lie about it? It's weird. Mm hmm. Right. Like like for me as a podcaster so far, like when I was in my late teens and early 20s, people always said, don't burn bridges. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's been following the wine cellar knows fuck, bur- I cut them down, fog, drop it on the ground and then shoot fireworks at it while it's on the ground. Yeah. And I'm still here. Where's John Pennyman? I don't fucking know. Rashani. That nigga's still talking through the built-in laptop mic. I don't fucking know. Dissing Scotty Reed by name and his raggedy ass mic. I don't fucking care. Talk all like there are there are these consequences are fake. Like it's a bunch of fear mongering mm-hmm. to keep you in line. I mean, but also, and I'm looking for the article now. I'm pretty sure that Biden told ICE to stop doing something, and then they said, "Nah, go fuck yourself," and went ahead and did it anyway. <laughs> so now, if they're saying they can't talk about what's happening because they have a gag order like y'all were harder than that like two weeks ago i swear (laughs) (laughs) yeah so and there's also like just say it what are they gonna do fire you and then like there's the headline i I did not read the articles i was like get the fuck out of here and there may be audio as well joe biden talking about uh cuomo should resign Mm -hmm. and it's like hold on i'm about to tara read you for filth my nigga Oh, the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Right. And that makes me not respect like any um, cis woman that is around Joe Biden right now. Mm-hmm. Just collecting your check. No respect. Fuck you. Kamala Debbie's a piece of shit. Um, who's, who's that nigga that tried uh, near a Tandon? Yeah. Near a Tandon's piece of shit anyway. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All, all them niggas. Y'all hanging around Biden like that. Y'all real fucking sociopaths. See, I don't even under, I'm actually looking at this article now. I don't actually even understand this. So they're saying multiple news organizations, including NBC have requested access or photos, uh, to the overcrowded border processing facilities, holding unaccompanied, unaccompanied migrant children and have been denied. Why do we need? We've been getting pictures since the Obama era. Why do we need more pictures? We know what they look like. 
We know what they're doing to those children. Why do we need more pictures instead of maybe start fucking closing these fucking facilities? Like, I don't even understand why why someone is like, I just need to take more pictures again. No, they always kept saying, um, is this uh is this, is this Obama's Katrina? Yeah. Fucking um is is this Biden's Guantanamo? This is Biden's Guantanamo Bay. Mm, mm. They ain't closing that shit, buddy. So uh let, let, so I'm I'm waiting for the clips of um the homies over there at Code Pink. Yeah. Uh you know homegirl's name? I don't. Yeah, I keep forgetting. And I think it's one of those names that, like, as soon as I hear the name, I think she's black, and then I see video, and I'm like, oh, no, but she's still cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hold up. Uh, Code Pink Speaker. Right? I just threw that name out there. Yeah. Medea Benjamin. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. That that, that, I I cannot front. That makes me think black woman immediately. Okay, yeah. So this is what I was talking about. So four weeks ago, so February 18th, this article came out on NPR. It says Biden tries to rein in ICE, new rules to limit uh, who immigration agents can target for arrest. ICE told him to go fuck himself and kept arresting people anyway. But now they're fucking scared to share photos. I don't believe you (laughs) at all. And oh, shit. I just because you came in in the middle of recording. I forgot to get your camera on you. So now that's you on the screen. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> All right. So Rick Joyner in the gangsterism because we tangented immediately. Yes. Defend our families, our communities, our neighbors, our churches, everything. Because- All right. Let's get that clip going because this is the MAGA continuation. Like Trump is like still giving speeches and shit. With the environment that's being created now, especially with, I think, what is pouring right now across our southern border, I tell you, we have to be ready to defend our families, our communities, our neighbors, our churches, everything, because it is coming home. This is going to, I don't believe there's going to be a neighborhood exempt from what's coming, is what is pouring across. And we have to do that. You know, when the scripture that says that those who do not provide for their own families are worse than infidels, well, one thing we have to... They're worse than infidel. What is an infidel? I actually have never looked that word up in my life. Oh, I mean, it's obviously meant to be a derogatory term and usually meant to be anti-Muslim, but that's, again, that's one of those things like um, like thug, where, like, you probably mean black people, but, you know, the way that you're um, just sort of generalizing all black people act like gangbangers type, you know, like that goofy shit. Like, what's an infidel? Wait, like, give me a definition. What, what is a slut? Give me a definition. It's just a word you throw out when you feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know what the fuck I mean when I say bootlicker. <laughs> Get your fucking shine box. <laughs> and the funny shit is with the word thug, here comes another pointless tangent. Uh, with the word thug, I actually still associate that with white men because that's how I saw it as a child. Like, mm-hmm. I saw a thug as like a New York guy. With, like, not even a bandana, just something red wrapped around his head. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, a fucking, like, a jean jacket with the sleeves cut off. Okay. With a crowbar breaking into a car. Okay. Or, like, snatching a purse or something. Like, that's a thug to me. <laughs> like, I even, and, 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 like, I listen to literal, like, a genre of East Coast thug rap, and I'm like... And now that I'm older, I'm even just like, y'all are just cute young black guys. Whatever, you're not thugs. <laughs> Shut up. 
<laughs> oh no. Like literally, like especially considering like you're a rapper. Shut up. You're a poet, okay? Oh. You're a poet and a, and a professional performance artist and a studio vocalist. All right. You see the MAGA hat gangbang boys? Those are thugs. Those are thugs. Yeah, you're just a neighborhood tough guy. Yeah. That's nice with a pen. Yeah, like if anything, you're just a guy that can fight and learn how to write rhymes. Y'all just adopted the word thug because Mob Deep and Tupac and Bone made it sound cool. <laughs> but other than that, most of the niggas ain't no thugs. Provide us security for our families. And uh, so we're, we're telling our people, you know, you really need to be able to protect <laughs> your Yes, ma'am. I'm just laughing because as you pointed out, he has the food buckets that he sells. I'm just amused that literally uh, his thing on the bottom of the screen goes in between Bible verses and then a $155 uh, food bucket plan. Like there was a Bible verse in that <laughs> box 10 seconds ago. <laughs> Hold up. Timothy 5.8 and is worse than an infidel. Okay. <laughs> then it's like, please buy $155 of my bullshit. $155 for 60 meals prepared pantry buckets. 60 meals for $155? For a PPB? Man. It's 13 varieties. It includes S and H. Shipping and handling. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, that seems a little pricey. But yeah, I was just amused that it went from a KGV, uh, you know, Bible verses to buy my shit. I'm like, oh, all right. P.O. Box there and everything. All right. I'm a hustle. They're content creators. <laughs> you know, you really need to be able to protect your own family. And you need to be able to gather together with others who are going to join together to protect their neighborhoods and all. In that dream, I saw militias popping up like mushrooms all over the country. <laughs> no, that's that. And, and, and I, I like they use the word militia. They're just gangs. Yeah, they're just they're just cliques and sets. Like they like to use the word militia, but what are you really? Right. Yeah, just a bunch of fucking street white men, thugs, really. Thugs. <laughs> These weren't racist militias. They weren't evil intent. All they want to do was protect their communities. Again, weird. It's weird that they won't just say, yeah, we're racist. Like, right. There's no, like, what job is he going to lose? Is he going to go to jail? Like, that's the thing. Like, has anyone ever been fucking pulled over by the police and been like, hey, kind of racist how you took that turn. All right, I'm going to need you to step out of the vehicle. I'm going to have to check you for some racism. You know, yep, this felt going down for racism. Five counts of being a racist. There is no actual consequence. Stop lying. It's weird when you lie to someone who knows you're lying. That's so weird. Except they're trying to convince themselves they're not actually racist because <clears throat> racism is a sin. What in, in what the what what scriptor? Oh, because the thing is, is that um what was it? I think it was in <clears throat> Corinthians that we're all one under the Lord because we all sin and so we're all equal and so you might have to adhere to a certain social hierarchy because that's God's will to be obedient to the government but you know you can't have personal uh, negative beliefs about other groups because that is a sin because we are all brothers and sisters in Christ 
Wait, so like hierarchy, so you do have to bow to the government. That's okay. Yes. So what if they just see themselves as the governing body? And that's why they're obsessed with militias in <laughs> trying to have coups all the time. <coughs> oh, Jim Baker, just short of 1K. All right. <laughs> and the Lord showed me in this dream that he had seeded our whole country with a provision to defeat this onslaught. And the seeds that he had sown throughout our country to defeat it were the veterans of the Afghan and Iraqi wars who knew how to fight urban warfare and everything else, but they would be the provision. And you know, even- I like how it's like a little bit low key kind of admitting that we have no business being in Iraq or Afghanistan, because if we're just going around shooting people in cities, that's not really like a war per se. We're not fight. What did Cat Williams say? What does the Iraqi uniform look like? Ooh, I'll wait. We're not killing their soldiers. We're killing them. <laughs> That's what we low key admitted that right there with that urban warfare shit. We're not fighting their armies. We're fighting them. Fuck. I think he said that in like 2005 or six. It was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Bush administration had niggas talking shit. <laughs> And, you know, I mean, and, and as we go back and as we move forward with the gangster rap thing, oh, wait, it gets more political than what you heard. If you heard the BG knockout episode, mm -hmm. it gets more politified. Like, and surprisingly enough, one of them that you're going to hear get political fucking Master P. Huh? Yeah. You didn't blame Bush when he bombed Iraq. Like, nigga. Because Master Pete, yeah, those Clinton administration rappers, they, yeah, they didn't like Clinton either. Rapper, <clears throat> they always been anti-establishment. Yeah. Yeah. Until Obama. Fucking Obama. I don't like that nigga, man. <laughs> I do not like, yeah, I don't like him. Okay. <laughs> Jesus said at one point, he said, I didn't come to bring peace up, came to bring a sword. And he talks about where that sword is going to divide. <laughs> and we're in that time right now. It's. You know, you can go on praying for unity and the parties come together and all that, but it's not the time for that. That's not going to happen right now. And the Lord also said, there will be a time to sell your coat and buy a sword. Now, the sword... That's real? That's in that silly-ass book? Mm -hmm. Sell your coat and buy a sword? Yeah. It didn't say buy some armor? No. So literally take something off your body that protects you Get a weapon and go out into fight with your skin exposed. Yeah. That's a doofy ass book. Um, I mean, it was probably aimed at people who couldn't <laughs> afford armor and could only afford the sword. Oh. Well, nigga, tax the billionaires and give everybody a fucking sword. Whoa, whoa. We're rendering to Caesar, sir. Calm down. I don't render to. I, I already paid Caesar. I tipped the driver. Fuck that. I render to the driver. Caesar got theirs. I told you, you have to follow the social hierarchy. You just have to feel guilty about it a little bit. I'm very in favor. Oh, shit. I want to get this video taken down. I'm in favor of pretty much all evangelicals getting this ruling. Yes, I said all. I was forced to attend a black church where Pastor Edna E. Travis violated the living shit out of her 501c3 status and told the congregation to go vote for Bush to protect Israel in 2000. Mm. All right, I'm in favor of all evangelicals getting the ruling. Of course, the Catholics too. What are you, shitting me? All right. 
fucking QAnon hates everything but the Catholic Church. Fuck out of here. I can't take people serious. It was the weapon of the day of their time. It's not the weapon of our time, but uh, it was a weapon to defend the faith, to defend everything. So uh, the, the most powerful weapons we have are not carnal weapons. We understand that. But the war that is unfolding, it's going right down to, I think, every neighborhood and every community, every city. Uh, and it will be a civil war. And, you know, it's going to be, I think, increasingly worse with the increasing time it takes for Americans to stand up. Now, keep in mind... <clears throat> As he sits in what is probably like a $350 chair, right, in a fucking office that's probably the fifth bed, the sixth bedroom mm -hmm. of who knows, a 3,000, 300, you know, just a big ass house. Yeah. Like, he ain't talking about himself going out there putting in no damn work. Fuck no. This is an irresponsible OG hyping up the youngsters to go put in work and also as we move forward with the gangster rap coverage we will talk about why some crips did not like snoop <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and not just what i talked about with why bg knockout didn't like snoop but because of some shit that snoop said on the Dogfather album about um irresponsible ogs sending bgs on a mission mm -hmm. and rick jo and keep in mind this ain't no new shit Right, let's take a look, right? 2019 in September, Rick Joyner headline, Christians need to establish militias in preparation for the coming civil war. Mm -hmm. I, again, I said 2019, October 2020. Rick, <coughs> got your smartphone? Yes. Uh, Rick Joyner assures his viewers it's going to be pretty much business as usual during the coming civil war. Uh, September 14th, 2020, Rick Joyner says God um, seated our country with military veterans to head up Christian militias in looming civil war. Mm -hmm. um, August 2019, Rick Joyner, the left is responsible for the rise of white supremacy. Yep. Okay. Like, this is his thing. Rick Joyner is an OG that sits back in his chair telling young BGs to go out there and put in work. Mm -hmm. And I think that, yeah. Oh, oh, go ahead. You can finish your thing. Oh, I was about to say, I think that some of the language that I think a lot of you that tune into this that I'll be teaching you when we cover some of this gangster rap shit and actual, like, gangbang and crip culture, you will understand me better as I um, articulate the gangsterism of MAGA and how these people are behaving, right? Like, it may be funny, like, oh, look, Rick Joyner's ridiculous, but it's like, all right, but this little nigga that just went around a couple hours ago shooting up spas, mm -hmm. that's not ridiculous. That's real shit that's happening, mm -hmm. and that's real youngsters. Kyle Rittenhouse, that's a real youngster that went out and put in that work. Dylan Roof, you're not seeing, like, the old people headlines, that's like, they got caught fucking on a golf cart and shot at the security guard. That's Florida shit. That's, they're doing <laughs> mm -hmm. that anyway. But fucking this shit where they're deliberately putting in work on who they perceive as the enemy, like the one that we covered where uh, 
the people had uh, the trans lives matter and black lives matter in their car. Oh yeah. So yeah. the nigga ran up and broke their fucking jaws. Mm-hmm. The nigga that um the nigga that got beat the fuck up just standing there holding a Joe Biden sign. Mm-hmm. How non-threatening to the right wing is a Joe Biden sign? <laughs> right. Right. But the nigga ran up and beat his motherfucking ass. Yeah. Right. And that wasn't no Rick Joyner that did that. That was one of the street soldiers. Yes, ma'am. Now, I was going to say, I actually disagree with you a little bit, um, because I do think that they are riling up the youngsters to get them to go out there. But I don't think that, like, even in, like, that gangsterism context, he would consider himself to be an OG. He considers Mm. himself to be an authority, but he's above getting his hands dirty. And Mm. that's why he does what he does. And that's why their business model is what it is. Because they're not OGs. They're businessmen. That's the funny thing, because one of the original sets is called The Businessman. I like it. But yeah, it's more like, um, yeah, more like we tell you what to do and you do it. But because we're smarter than you, we don't have to get our hands dirty. We don't have to have had, you know, our own history where we did our own shit and we can fall back on our own credentials of like, well, when I was your age, this is what I did. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't, that's, I don't. Not, that's not a disagreement. That's a correction. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those yeah. here fixed it for you. Memes. <laughs> oh, oh no. Yeah. But yeah, I really think they feel like that because they're not and this is you know, we've talked about it before, but there's something that like always fascinates me with the right wing is how they're so obsessed with like gender roles and like masculinity and shit and it's like if you look at these goofy ass fucking soft ass hands never done a fucking day of hard labor in their lives the most calluses they get is fucking signing checks from their congregants to catch Watkins. (laughs) Boyce Watkins always be talking like he want to catch a fade (laughs) you're not (laughs) you better sit your ass down right they always have on a suit they're always in a fucking office or like in a library or some shit the fucking makeup on and the lighting and this and that and it's like you've never gotten into a fist fight you will never get into a fist fight but they're still so obsessed but i really you know wonder if that's that sort of like capitalism mentality is they see their audience as workers to exploit be like oh you're young your shoulders are broader you have more guns you go fucking do it you fucking peasant <laughs> that really is the vibe I get from these guys. For people that obsessed with talking about wars and masculinity and saving America, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like again, let Tariq run up on me, nigga. I will stomp on your gout foot, boy. What the fuck? <laughs> Not the gout foot. Yeah, like Tariq is like. Six... If he has a gout foot, he ain't running up on nobody. <laughs> He's like six foot three inches of fucking cupcakes. I will never forget that shit. Where on the fucking broadcast, fucking live on the air, it was his birthday and his co-host brought him a pack of cupcakes and that nigga just ran through the whole shit live on the air while talking, fucking sucking the tips of the fingers. Oh my God. And then later on, he's like, yeah, I just had to go get surgery from a gout again. Like, and it's like, I think even in his own head, he doesn't put those things together. Probably not. Yeah, like, and what was it? A few weeks ago, he was like, oh, yeah, I just had to go get checked out about my blood pressure going up again. It's just like, you're not healthy. Not at all. Not at all. But yeah, so that's just like my thing. I think that that's, uh, they intentionally don't want to be like OGs in that context because that means they would have to get involved in and That's not what they do. They See? delegate. Again, this is why you need a smart coach. Again, it would have been fucking... Yeah, ask what your OGs could do for you, not what you could do for you. Remember that shit Harry Truman said? Because, nigga, that's on everything. But I think that's also, like, an important part of that conversation, too, because they're not actually your OGs, so they don't actually have your back. Ooh. 
They're not even like, from the set. Right, because like these niggas will turn on you in a heartbeat if someone else can make them more money. Matter of fact, yeah, now that I think about it, and now let me turn and look at the black church. I think I mentioned this on the program before when I just said that part. They're not even from the set. Because mm. the black church I was forced to go to was on 23rd and MLK. No matter where you live on the West Coast, those are that is an unfavorable corner to say out loud. No, not just the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, anywhere. <laughs> right. On 23rd and MLK. Now, the church leaders, them niggas lived out in like, I think some of them would actually drive out from Olympia every Sunday. For tra- like, if you live in Washington State, you know that's a dip. Right, they would come out from Olympia. They would come from North Seattle, mm. uh, from out like like deep past the blue collar area of Spanaway to where like the new developments are. Yeah. You know the um, the HOA type of house mm. neighborhoods, mm-hmm. and they would come into our neighborhood, into our local church, and then our little asses get sent there to listen to these rich suburban niggas tell us to go vote for Bush. Right. Exactly. Fuck off. Exactly. Fuck Edna E. I hope she's dead. Fuck Pastor Edna E. Travis. I. Yeah, the older I get, yeah, just yeah, fuck, these mm-hmm. fuck these niggas. Fuck these niggas. Fuck these niggas. Fuck these niggas. You now understand why someone took the time to write that. Yeah. I kind of. You know what, folks? We have said that for damn near six years on this program now. Yes. All right. So. Yeah, let's just tangent off there because it's fun to do. It is uh, fun so to do. I like the I like the rap music and I like that crunk stuff. I first heard the mm-hmm. crunk stuff um, really going into the late '90s because crunk wasn't really mainstream yet. But niggas like Lil Jon, they were putting out underground tapes and Master P. Like towards the end, No Limit was pretty crunk. Mm-hmm. Like all that, make them say uh, na 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 na. It was a crunk ass record. Like they were making that shit. But, like, it became more deliberate after the 2000s. And this cat named Bone Crusher put out an album called Attention. And on that album, he has a song called Back Up. And on Back Up, he has a fun lyric that we have been (laughs) quoting ever since I moved to Illinois. And I hate the radio. I always want to just put in a CD or Mm -hmm. something. Hate the radio. And I put in the Bone Crusher, and Phoenix had never heard the album before. And, you know, and we're just crunking it up in the car, driving around, doing our errands. And in comes this great lyric, which is at the end of one of these verses. Facebook, you better not copyright violate me. You get this ruling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a real lyric. He actually, I love the fact that he got a pen and a pad. And was like, I got some, mm, I got some shit to say. Ooh, I have so many ideas. I got educated. I learned how to read and write. Bone Crusher was actually a college football player as well. So right, so he actually went to yeah. college. He, this is a higher educated person, <laughs> which is what I love about academia, right? Because he was like, mm, you know what? I never went for my PhD, but I do still. Is it disertation or dissertation? Dissertation. I have a dissertation, and let me lay it out for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I, I, th- I think that's it, Jermaine. Go ahead and cut. Put that. Send, send it out to shipping. 
Fuck them niggas, fuck them niggas. Yeah, so. I mean, the older I get, the more I get it. Because now it's not just like saying fuck them niggas. It's like every line is like, and thinking of someone specific. Fuck them, mm-hmm, and fuck them, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I yeah. get it. I get it. And this is why it's probably really hard to be a white fan of the show and want to quote us. That's. That's my so bad, nigga. Said that to me on Twitter, but they like they keep asking for people to follow on Twitter. But all I do is write down your name because I don't want to say it. <laughs> oh, uppity negress. Yeah. Oh well, I know this fine uppity negress. She's a swell gal. <laughs> swell gal. <laughs> oh God. All right. <laughs> I actually have more news. Oh, okay. For some reason. Oh, um something that i will be checking out i hope you check it out as well um i am one of the people checking out the woody allen i am checking it out purely as a consumer i will not be doing episodes on it i'm consuming it you're consuming it you Mm -hmm. know let's just let's check out this woody allen docuseries um but also on hbo what they're putting out is uh some shit called into the storm and they're going to be talking about QAnon and okay. how they're pretty sure that the um, the actual Q person is a 8chan administrator named Ron Watkins. Hmm. We're back to that one. Okay. Yeah. That's oh, been well. a long time theory that he was a uh, Q in the first place. But then there was also a theory that like two or three other people took over being Q from him. That he was like the first Q. Oh, so that like is the name of an account? Yeah, so basically it was an anonymous account in, um, I think it was like... And it wasn't Q for question? No, I thought Q was... um... Shit, hang on, I gotta Google it now. Um, I thought it was something about... um... Like, uh, what the fuck is the word? I just, I can't remember the word. The, um... Hmm. Like, uh, clearance, clearance levels. It's a clearance level. For, like, secret documents. You know how there's shit, like, you see, like, in the spy movies where they're like, oh, that's, like, classified, a classified file or whatever. But there's, like, levels. And to get to, like, Q, you have to, like, be, like, in the White House or the Pentagon. You have to be, like, fucking up there. I could not remember. Y'all, it took me that long to remember the term fucking clearance levels. (laughs) But, um, but no, Q is, like, a specific clearance level. But it's, like, you have to be, like, way up in the ranks to get it. Hmm. And so, because he was saying that he was, like... Um, had Q clearance and he was dropping little bits about telling people what to look for about what the government was doing and then people started believing it because he had Q clearance so it was basically that's how it got like so tied to like Trump and shit like that or like this very bold assumption like they're gonna arrest Hillary any day now is because they thought somebody who had like super high government like level clearance was the one telling them this and that's part of like Again, because the right wing loves authoritarianism, part of why the appeal to authority works so well to get people stuck in queue. I like I like you said stuck in queue, so because it, it sounds like Q U E in a line. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they kind of are in a line. Like let's get in line and see how much more ridiculous this conspiracy is going to be now, because every day it gets worse. Oh, you are really like I just got to move the camera. <laughs> There we are. Heavily shaded. Yes. All right. Throwing shadiness. Maybe. But yeah, so that was a, that was been like a long time thing of Q. Because that was also the big thing because it's like, you know, a lot of people who 
got into it were people who were already prone to like Rush Limbaugh and Alex Jones conspiracy shit. Cause it's like, why would you just randomly believe some fucking dude on fucking 8chan that you don't know has like this fucking like Pentagon level government clearance and is telling you about it? What the fuck? <laughs> like, you're not that special. But you know, they're already sort of conditioned to think that way, to think one, that they are that special, and two, that, um, you know, like Alex Jones, I'm talking to very high officials in the Secret Service and the CIA, right? But he never drops names. Like, they're just used to that shit, I guess. Oh, did you see the clips of Alex Jones saying he wishes he never met Trump and he's just tired of him? Oh, my God. No, I love that, though. <laughs> that shit was fun. Oh, you did. Oh, what you didn't. Mm-mm. Oh, shit. No. Okay. Yeah, let, let's let, let's choose the fuck around option. All right. <laughs> Alex Jones wishes he never met Trump. And I like that that happened because we're some of the people who pointed out in the first place that he never liked Trump until his viewers started saying, support this guy. Like, we have pointed that that out so many times. God damn, I swear to fuck, like... (laughs) And, and that's why I have trouble being humble, because I'm like, well, nigga, I already did it. God damn it. <laughs> like, yeah, honestly, if you want to just start being right, like, two to three years ahead of the game, just start listening to independent podcasts, in particular this one. Yeah. <laughs> you and, will always be ahead of the game. And I'm telling you right now, like, 2022, I could be back at that shit, because, um, so we're marginalized folks trying to buy a house. Yes. Right? And um, we just lost out in the secret bidding war, I guess, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, for one. So now we have to look at more because we did qualify for a loan or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we need to look at more cribs and get one. And once we get our hands on a fucking house, I'm not going to quit my job. But best believe I don't give a fuck about it anymore. And in December, even if I'm still there, I'm leaving anyway because no more snow driving. Yeah. Fuck that. <clears throat> and um, and then I'm going back to like fucking regular maximum 40 hour work weeks. That's it. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, that means I can do shit like play whole episodes of people I disagree with again and then come back to you with shit they're really saying. Right. Right. Cause like when you, when you hear someone post, like here's a clip of what Alex Jones says, it's always the fucking, Oh, there's lizard people crawling out of trash cans or some mm-hmm. shit. And it's like, no, listen to the full three hour show. He fucking like, uh, what he, who was it? Madonna where he told his listeners to kill her. I think that was both Madonna and Lady Gaga. He did that too. Yeah. And I think Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Like he fucking, um, he antagonizes his listeners to be violent towards Melissa Harris Perry. Mm -hmm. Like repeatedly, he kept doing that for like Mm -hmm. a year. And then there was that moment where that Melissa Harris Perry wrote a short, um, like essay or uh, article about Mm -hmm. where like some creepy white man in a pickup truck found out where she was, walked up to her and like real, like in a very low tone, like harassed it, scared the shit out of her. And then he just like got in his truck and bounced. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I just want to know. I want to see his phone. I want to see if he fucks with Infowars. Yeah. It was like they put out some wild shit. Yeah. Or like the one where I covered Tariq Nasheed saying that uh, black women having uh, more than one father to multiple children are why white people do shit like poison the water in Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Like you're Flint. not. Yeah. What up? Flint. Flint. What the fuck? Ferguson. <laughs> I'm sure their water's bad too. Probably. <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay, but here's... Yeah, I still want to know the one with the whole guy who was clearly mentally ill with the dragon thing if he was uh, listening to Alex Jones. I just... That one's always in my head and I always think about that one. Mm. Where a guy basically... Because Alex Jones went on this whole like tirade about how Trump is like basically like a great dragon who's gonna like rain down fire and preserve our democracy and blah, 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 blah. He like, said he was gonna cure cancer. He said he could cure... He said Trump could cure death. Yeah, he did. I don't remember if it was in the same episode... But yeah. Yeah, he's a Trump kick your death. And then like a couple weeks later we did a story and it turned out to be this like seriously like <clears throat> mentally ill guy who like was like shooting at like stoplights and shit because they were like filming him and like Trump wasn't gonna be able to help him because like the dragons couldn't see around the lights or some shit. Like it was clearly like a mentally ill person talking, but I was like, how did you end up talking about like dragons and fire from the sky? Like it was a lot of what Alex Jones said and I could see it kind of going through the filtered ending yeah. up there. And I mean, like we covered that old lady who's in fucking jail because she doxed the Sandy Hook parents. Because Alex Jones told her it was fake. Some fucking like 60 year old woman out here fucking sending death threats to Sandy Hook parents. Yeah, and I've heard, because Alex Jones, he takes callers sometimes, and I remember one, like, this was back in, like, my first couple of weeks of uh, playing Alex Jones' whole episodes, and a caller called in, and she was crying, but, like, happy tears mm -hmm. for how much she appreciates Alex Jones and how he always gives all the glory to God. And he does. He he plays that the the Christian hustle tough. Mm -hmm. So, but yes, let's uh, hear yes. you. Phoenix Cleeter wanted to hear. Uh, I want to hear Alex Jones talk about Trump. Yeah. Uh -huh. Now that it's all over. <laughs> Short clip. Let's see. Uh oh. And I wish I never would have met Trump. It's the truth, and I'm just gonna say it that I wish I never would have met Trump. <laughs> This is in 2019. I'm just going to say it, that I wish I never would have met Trump. Wow. It never would have happened. And it's not that the attacks that I've been through. It's I'm so sick of fucking Donald Trump, man. God, I'm fucking sick of it. And I'm not doing this because it's like I'm kissing his fucking ass. You know, you are. I'm sick of it. <laughs> yeah. And the text coming up on the screen is saying the far right radio host. And see, like, again, I swear to f they'll never give me a job. I need a job at like the Huffington Post or right. something because just calling him far right is wrong. He ain't like Newt Gingrich is far right. Yeah. Like Alex Jones is a neo-confederate white supremacist mm -hmm. of John Birch society ideology. Yeah, well, I mean, but also what bugs me is it says uh, he's been championing, champion, championed Donald Trump to his audience for years. And it's like, did he though? Because he didn't like Trump when Trump started. And if he was saying this in 2019 already, yeah. that is a very short honeymoon affair between the two of them. Yeah, like straight <laughs> up and down, like this is the funny shit. Because um, again, I was actually listening to the whole three hour episodes, folks. Three consecutive hours. I'd play the whole shit. Mm -hmm. And sometimes more than once. Um <clears throat> He was in the beginning of the Republican primaries. Alex Jones had not endorsed anyone, but he was doing the same talking points as Jeb Bush. And if you remember at the time, the reporting was Jeb Bush was beating everyone in fundraising at that time. Mm -hmm. All right. Because and it was about um, I think it was about 
China. I think it was about like Chinese immigrants having too many babies here. Okay. And Jeb Bush was talking that shit and Alex Jones followed suit. So that's like the actual factual factual. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. All right. Okay. The footage was shot by filmmaker a Colin Robinson. I'm going with Kaolin, uh, who co-produced the propaganda film, You Can't Watch This. And Southern Poverty Law Center, um, oh, they 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 got, uh, they acquired the leaked clip. Let's okay. see a little bit more of this here. Alright, is the rest of it just... Oh. Okay, right. it's just B-roll and text. Okay. All right. But yeah, so, you know, uh, Alex Jones never liked Trump. And yeah, and, and it's like how that old Audi, I think it's like from 2019 as well. Or it's uh, Rush Limbaugh saying that. Uh, have you heard that clip yet? Rush That's Limbaugh fun. saying, um, all I care about is captivating an audience so that advertisers will pay me yeah. to advertise to that audience. Yeah. And that's it. Yep. That's all they give a fuck about. That's yep. all Chank Unger gives a fuck about. That's all Alex Jones gives a fuck about. Rush Limbaugh, Rachel Maddow. And even when you get into like the independent media, like I know y'all niggas love Crystal Ball for some reason right now, mm. but like I cannot respect a nigga that sits there and pretends cancel culture exists and endorses the bullshit anti-black as fuck ideology of Sagar and Jetty. Sagar and Jetty is anti-black than a motherfucker. He hates Abids. Didn't we cover some goofy shit they did where that was like very pro-rape culture? Yes. Yeah, it was was that young man that was running for a state thing and um and he threatened to uh, to put out someone's nudes when he was in high school. Yeah. And people keep pointing out, it's like, he was in like his early 20s. It's so like, we're talking, when they say people grow and change, first off, I tend to not believe that. Uh, but fucking, um, we're talking about some shit that he did like four or five years ago. It wasn't even five years ago. It was that damn. Yeah, it wasn't even five years ago. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And like, I don't know, like sexually abuse somebody or something too. Yeah. I remember a situation or or physically abuse somebody maybe involved a hot tub. I don't remember. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But like he was not a good, and they were really defending him as like, well, he was just a kid and you don't know. And at least he's going to put in progressive policy. And it's like, if he's fucking beating his girlfriends and sharing people's nudes without consent, I'm not sure exactly how progressive you think his policy is going to be, but okay. (laughs) Yeah. Like fucking like to me, fucking like who you deliberately associate with, especially as close as you associate with, tells me what I need to know about you. Yeah. Right? Like fucking Yeah, we're together. We're sitting here next to each other. But fucking if I start going out there um saying transphobic shit and punching trans women in the face, Phoenix Leader's gonna bounce. Cause that that's not her morality. She's gonna fucking go. Fuck the house. Fuck your job, right? Oh, you get your little 18 bucks and fuck off. She's going to bounce. Yeah. Right? The same thing. Phoenix Leader starts getting on that ill shit. I'm like, no, fuck all that. I'm bouncing. Yeah. Right? So when I look at, like, a rapist like Bill Clinton and Hillary staying with him, mm mm-mm. Fuck that. Mm Mm-hmm. You love rapists. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. I'll hang with you. Yeah, nigga, like, yeah, the company that you deliberately keep. Birds of a feather. Yeah. All right. Let me, uh close down the screen share on that yeah but i'm wondering about the alex jones things if that's like specifically because trump is such a shitty businessman like did it not turn out to be the money maker alex jones was hoping 
<laughs> because I'm Trump is so incompetent. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure he sold a lot of nutraceuticals. Nutraceuticals. Yes. Yeah, nutraceuticals. Is I've never even looked up that word. I don't know if I that's even a real word. I think they made that up. You, you don't think nutraceuticals are real? I'm looking no, it up now. No, Fuck I don't. That. I'm looking up nutraceuticals. Um, I do believe, though, that we did a story where it turned out that a bunch, a bunch of his uh, supplements were, um, uh, like, had, like, lead and shit in them, right? Uh, that's not real. That's oh, real. okay. I'm pretty sure it is. Though, you gotta wonder, like, if that, like, if he's selling shit with lead in it and lead, like, ha- fucks with the human brain and yeah. adds violence to it. Yeah. Ooh, and then you put that propaganda in there. Yeah, that's some dark shit, man. And then also keep in mind too that these people are giving the shit to their kids, so it's like a built-in next Kyle. generation. How did Kyle Rittenhouse get like that? A fucking nutraceutical noun, a food yes. containing health-giving additives and having medicinal benefit. So like broccoli. I eat nutraceuticals every day. What the fuck? So you can just go Wait. in Walmart and get nutraceuticals for 99 cents per pound. Wait, yeah, like I'm serious though. So like, wouldn't that mean like spinach or something? Cause... Spinaca, yeah. Okay, spinaca. Which is what I personally call it. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, he's got that haircut. Phoenix, I heard you're into beards. Is that heard what they you're say? into the beard gang? Wow. <laughs> mm. Uh, so this fucking little animal goes around shooting women, um, shooting, uh, women that I guess we're generically using the word Asian. Yeah. I hate just saying that. Cause it's like some niggas are whoop whoop. Some niggas are this, that like a nigga that's Korean is not the same as a nigga that's Japanese is not the same as a nigga that's, uh, right. Like isn't Kamala Devi South Asian? Yes. Yeah. Like they're not all one monolith of niggas. They don't even all speak the same language. They do not. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if they're saying Asian, like, as a generic catch-all or um, or if they just didn't have, like, victims' names yet or whatever and, like, couldn't identify where they were from. But, hmm. yeah. Uh, the impression I get, though, is that they, I guess, would be most likely what would be considered to be classified as, like, East Asian. Because these were all women at massage parlors, is like, my understanding. The white or, like, ones. spas. Like Chinese, maybe Japanese, probably Chinese, maybe Korean. Okay. Yeah. Northern, a little closer to the snow. Yeah. Yeah, they ain't, they ain't, they ain't be got no color. Not not like my uh, my niggas from Cambodia and whatnot. Right. Yeah, them niggas be colored. And and, and they're, they're some very aggressive crips. Uh, <clears throat> so I'm over here at rawstory.com for some reason, which is a hyper-partisan website. But I think they've tried to... Um, uh, get a little bit more populist, but Jesus Christ, like they were hyper partisan and super in favor of the boot back in 2015 and 16. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, what up? Oh, go ahead. I'm oh, okay. Um, so this individual's name is Aaron Long. I'm sure you've seen the story, so we're going to tap into it, but not too heavily because this is one of those, this is going to make the rounds. Mm-hmm. Like, forget viral. This is just normal national news. But the individual's name is Aaron Long. They're from a place called Woodstock, of course. And they were seen on a surveillance video in the Atlanta area, uh, massage parlors. And they were stopped by law enforcement on Interstate 75, uh, two hours away. Uh, But social media posts and past acquaintances offered up few clues for uh, the apparently racist shooting spree. Mm -hmm. Right? And, like, are... 
you're more in the loop than I am with what people are talking about and saying. Are people saying this could be like some incel shit? Uh, yeah, there's two, the two theories I'm seeing the most of that this is just straight up like white supremacist shit. And he's one of those people who fell into the Trump like China virus thing. So you just need to attack anybody who looks like they might be from China. Um, is one like so a sort of generic white supremacy the other one is that this is an incel thing because it seems like the women who were all attacked were all working in like spas and massage parlors which are also known places for sex workers so this might be like a sex worker slash incel slash racism thing which is slightly different than the white supremacy kill the Chinese people for giving us a virus you know okay sort of those are the two main things that I'm seeing. Right. And when you run it back, like I remember when I first heard of these folks called MRAs, men's rights activists. And I said, the fuck is that? So I went and fucking looked at their little websites and checked out their little podcast, you know, Paul Elam and all those doofuses, Mm -hmm. Paul Elam, who describes himself as muscular, uh, (laughs) much like Boyce Watkins, bodybuilder Boyce, uh, fucking, um, and when I listen to, and folks, I, I, I choose the fuck around option. Like before I started forming opinions, I played like 30 episodes of their podcast. Yeah. Cause I want to know what the hell I'm talking about before I talk about it. And one of the first things I thought was, oh, this is just like Fox news for millennials. <laughs> like these are really just young Republicans. They like to use the word libertarian, but which party do you consistently vote for? Go fuck yourself. Right. Right. Like fucking, these are just young Republicans, but they do kind of, as far as their independent media, if you will, they have this thing with the manosphere, right? And uh, like even the black manosphere is a part of that uh, with pickup artists, men's rights activists, incels, or anyone I'm missing. PUAs. That pickup artist? Yeah. Yeah, PUAs. Oh, you did say that one? Sorry, I missed yeah. that one. <laughs> Sorry. Right, yeah. And, um, and so like when you're an incel, you're just kind of a part of that right wing thing. Yeah. So like I'm, that's why I'm comfortable just throwing incel in there. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I mean, when you look at him, he doesn't really have a masculine chin. No. I mean, these are the things that incels really think about with bone structure for it's some weird. reason. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the bridge of his nose looks real incel-y. I'm doing this all very facetiously. Like really the reason why he's unattractive is because he chooses to be. Yeah, really. Like, nigga, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what is that shit? Yeah, between the hair, the beard, and going on murderous rampages, it's uh, like it's a no from me. I swear to fuck, folks. All right, um, find a clip, or if maybe me, you might have a copy in your household somewhere of the old Grinch movie where Jim Carrey played the Grinch, and the scene where the Grinch was a child and wanted to shave his beard. That's what this motherfucker looks like. <laughs> I cannot, like, I probably really should, like, juxtaposition meme this. <laughs> like, right. this nigga is trying to steal our Christmas before it's even April. Oh. This goofy Grinch-looking motherfucker. Oh, no. All right. But, like, there are certain things that I noticed when I was reading about them that's just like, cuz, what the fuck? Will y'all stop saying this shit about certain people? Mm-hmm. So let's look at this article. A Georgia man who has been accused of killing eight people in an apparent um, attack targeting Asian women described himself as deeply religious in social media posts before the string of shootings. All right. Now let's look at a bit more of it. Um, uh, quote, pizza, guns, drums, music, family, and God. 
end quote. Okay. That's a tagline in an Instagram account that appears to belong to the alleged shooter. And um, <clears throat> uh, the student who graduated from Sekua High with the uh, with the 21-year-old uh, Long uh, and, and this is so we're talking about one of his classmates. One of his classmates that graduated with him said they saw no sign of violence that he would allegedly commit. Now, keep in mind all the Christian conservatives we cover and the kind of shit they put out there, mm-hmm. right? And now let's run back to it. Um, he, uh, pizza, guns, drums, music, family, and God. Mm hmm. These are his things. I'm noticing guns and God are in there. How many things? Yep. Pizza, guns, drums, music, family, and God. Mm-hmm. Like, guns and God are damn near 50% of the things. Yeah, and also <laughs> drums and music are the same thing, so I don't think those count as separate. Ha, huh, yeah, cut it down. Yeah. It's a higher percentage now. And here's another quote from this fucking, his classmate. He was very innocent seeming and wouldn't even cuss. Uh, he was the sort of nerdy that didn't seem violent from what I remember. So a quiet white boy that's into guns and God. These are big signs of violence to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> the right. Fuck? And is, <laughs> what else? But that, no, that really is that problem where like, but he's just like everybody else around me. And you just don't want to acknowledge how bad everyone else around you is. Because they'll say shit like that, like, oh, he seemed innocent and he wouldn't even cuss. Did he laugh when other people told rape jokes, though? Yeah. I would like to know. Like, did he, like, was he so religious that, like, if somebody told, like, oh, like a, a nigger lynching joke, he would get up and leave the room because he was so innocent? Like, I just, I have questions. I have questions. Like, when someone had on Fox News, he say, turn that off. That's propaganda. I mean, since he was so, you know, innocent and sweet and whatever. Like, come on now. Yeah. That's like when I think about this cat, um, Amasa Smith, back in Spanaway. And uh, he went to a party where one of his um, his sister's ex-boyfriends was there. And uh, Amasa's in the room with the... Uh, and Amasa's black and, you know, it's it's Spanaway. Everyone's fucking white. And um, fucking uh, his sister's ex-boyfriend, a white guy, walks in the room, doesn't see Amasa at first and says... Hey, you guys want to hear this nigger joke? And Amasa gets up and is like, come on, man, and leaves the room. But none of the other white dudes leave. They stay to hear the nigger joke from his sister's ex-boyfriend. Exactly. Yeah, I think about shit like that. Yeah, that's exactly the type of stuff I'm talking about. He was so sweet and innocent and never did. But was he, did he oppose the fuckery y'all, everybody else was doing? Yeah, when everyone else stayed in the room. And Amasa, he was on... This is how this how far your blackness gets you because Amasa had class privilege like a motherfucker. Really, like they had one of those houses with like a creek, like a creek is a part of their yard. Nice, yeah. And both his parents were in real estate. Okay, their house was on chunk, and Amasa was on the football team that won the big championship on senior year. Like literally, basically living out like a fucking coming of age comedy movie, right? <laughs> like, and nope, you're still just a nigger joke to these white guys out here. Uh, so, but then there's more, right? So he was nerdy, didn't? Uh, uh, yeah, he said uh, he's innocent seeming, wouldn't even cuss. He continues the classmates saying, "quote He was sort of nerdy and didn't seem violent from what I remember. He was a hunter, and <laughs> it gets even better." 
and his father was a youth minister or pastor. He was big into religion. Big into religion, a hunter, and he's into guns, and he's quiet. All big signs of <laughs> violence to me. Right now, like, and if we're just realistic with ourselves, and I think you also have to have an ideology, maybe, right? Because the fact that I'm anti-rape culture, anti-patriarchy, anti-everything that everyone knows about me, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I work with a black man at my job. His name is Rod. I'm really getting into saying people's real names on the show. I don't give a shit. <laughs> a black man named Rod at my job. I don't like Rod. <laughs> All right. Um, mm -hmm. One thing is on our work jackets, you can order a company jacket and get like your initials or whatever printed on it on like the right side. Or, but on the left side of his, he has USMC, Ugh. United States Marine Corps. Ugh. And like and he's very proud of that. And he tends to point to that as like a credential of his uh like how his understanding of sociology and that how that would make him a better supervisor than the supervisors we currently have now to me these are signs of a bad guy yeah like if like i'm already gonna believe a uh like someone who comes forward uh, you know a woman that alleges a man says did whoop 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 mm -hmm. rape culture or straight up rape mm -hmm. or harassment of some sort but like with Rod, I expect it. And yeah. he is one of my fellow black men. And I actually expect him to be horrible toward women. He is tall, something over six feet. Mm -hmm. He is big, not like, not like muscular. He's a bigger guy. Yeah. And USMC and proud of it and loud and popular in the workplace. These are yeah. all signs of a shitty person to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a part of why I hate that whole like mentality that we have in our culture that like unless somebody is explicitly and openly violent, we can't assume anything about them, right? Like, um, you know, the thing like, oh, well, they can't be racist. They're not in the KKK. And it's like, that's not really <laughs> that's not, like the only qualifier, right? And it really is that sort of mentality. Like, but he's not, you know, like in a gang or he doesn't like have a prison record or, you know, he's never like been on film you know strangling someone are you sure this person is violent i have some other indicators yeah <laughs> come on now come on now shit that y'all ignore oh and i uh did find some of the names of some of the victims in this shooting incident um at least three of them were korean and i am not an expert on asian languages at all but i would guess uh one or two of the other names are possibly chinese so that area of China as a yeah and I think a um or, or Asia Jesus I said China like China's the whole fucking continent <laughs> I think a person that will be classified as Hispanic got wounded but not killed uh that was a man though and I'm I'm not getting the impression that he was intentionally targeting men so it's more like a collateral damage thing and there were at least two men who got injured yep now we say collateral damage in the wine cellar now what it's real it's what? real in the streets <clears throat> And I think that was uh, all I had in my Nizotes. Yeah. And Miss Colored Man, you had some real gangster shit, though. I did? Oh. Um... Okay, well, while you look for that, I'll just mention this. Um, <laughs> so, a company that literally... Th this is the goofiest shit, folks. Okay. So, there's a company that uh, is called Safe Life Defense. And they sell military-style tactical gear. 
and they literally um they describe it as for patriots mm-hmm. and now they're trying to distance themselves from the patriots that purchased their tactical gear and went into the the goofy ass flash mob on DC a couple weeks ago yeah and now they're like no we we did we didn't mean them <laughs> yeah you did who the fuck else you think is behind your shit Right. Like again, like because we're ignoring what the word patriot now means colloquially. Like I tend to dislike colloquialism, but I acknowledge that it exists. Right? It like think about it. If some white man is standing on the corner with a what is it? A bullhorn? Is that what they call it? Mm-hmm. A bullhorn talking about freedom, liberty, and patriotism. What do you think about him immediately? Don't play with me. Right. You know what the fuck his deal is. See, I think that's like, we need to be better about our framing of that and start asking better questions. Instead of being like, what do you think his ideology is? What kind of uh, cringy joke do you think he's going to tell at Thanksgiving dinner? Hmm. (laughs) Because I bet you they'll answer that. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find news, but for some fucking reason, hashtag I'm still with her is trending on Twitter and I am unsafe. Settled. Boyce Watkins on the um the 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 wet ass pussy. Oh, that girl. Black women don't do nothing but be hoes. Yeah, can you get that quote up? Yeah, yeah, because like, and also folks can probably tell. I've said this before. Those are words I they're just ugly words that I don't like saying. Pussy, dick, cock, twat. Those are just ugly words. I tend to say penis and vagina. It's not even like I'm trying to be respectful. It's kind of like how some people don't like the word moist or some people don't like the word chunk. For some reason, pussy is just a word that doesn't work for me. Zoe Watkins, I've never been attracted to a bad bitch. I prefer a good woman. All bad bitches do is spend their time taking selfies. Okay. All right. Now, considering the fact that the language bad B word existed before self shot images, like just negates the fuck out of that. Like you really just, you just don't, you like respectability politics. I'm not one to say that TI and tiny are guilty or not, but I do find it interesting that the lawyers are seeking money before justice. Nigga, we live in capitalism. Like, money is justice. But also, like, what the fuck does justice mean? Like, what is going to happen to them that... Yeah. Like, what... See, and this is that... Because this is... You know, I'm a prison abolitionist anyways, but this is why I hate the whole, like, concept of prison injustice. And it's like, so if you do something to me, how is you sitting in a cell somewhere, like, making me whole as a person again? Like, how is that accounting for what you did to me? Like, I am not... You know, whether it's a sexual assault, a physical assault, you rob me. I'm not being made whole by you fucking working on a chain gang in Georgia or whatever the fuck. Like, that doesn't help me at all. But okay. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to fucking uh, teach your kids to have their own businesses. Okay. This is how we overcome the virus of racism. Black capitalism will not save us. Just saying. Um, I'm trying to fucking find the... Um, Shout out to the chat room. I totally been missing y'all. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, he tweets Parker. a lot. Jesus. No. Uh, okay. While you're looking for that, I'll, I'll uh, acknowledge the chat room here because um, 
I had mentioned uh, Raw's story going hyper partisan and uh, Parker Loco over here in the. There's a couple. This is the. Uh, this is another Parker Loco, not the one that was on the program last year. Uh, Parker Loco said, I got banned from Raw Story's Facebook page years ago for calling Bill Maher a piece of shit over his misogyny and racism and questioning why um, they were sharing quotes clips of his in uh, in a context of Raw Story agreeing with him on other topics. And I'll, I'll never forget, like, and I, I hate to say shit like this because it seems like I'm trying to be like I'm woker than thou or whatever mm-hmm. but like I didn't like Bill Maher when I was 18 years old because um, I saw his stand up comedy special um, and I think I was smoking some reefer with some other uh, millennials and we're just looking at the Bill Maher because we like stand up comedy mm-hmm. and he's talking about the pussification of America that's what he's saying it's the pussification and where facts matter more than feeling or where feelings matter more than facts. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't have the word misogyny in my vocabulary yet, but I wish I fucking did back then because I was so ready to just turn that shit the fuck off. So I was like, this nigga has a problem with women. Cause yeah. like, I don't know what this nigga's deal is. I've hated Bill Maher ever since. Uh, what's that fucking whack ass show he has? Uh, uh, politically incorrect. Oh, in the 90s, the one that yeah. got shut down because he said the Muslims are not um, oh. cowards. If, even before that, he had Boots Riley on, and it was, like, so disgusting the way that they treated Boots Riley. And I was like, I'm never watching this guy's shit again. And I haven't, for the most part, unless it's, like, a brief cl- uh, clip to critique it. But it was disgusting, like, because they were basically just, like, making fun of him for being a communist and basically saying, like, he was too ignorant to understand, like, socioeconomic systems. And then one of them started petting his hair. And I was like, I'm out. Woo! I'm out. Yeah. It was really bad. And the cold shit is, like, I actually never heard the Coup album in the 90s like I should have. Because, uh, you know, I, I got money in my pocket when and where I could when I was a teenager. And, like, used CD stores were really becoming a thing going into the late 90s. And um, and there was one, it was called Warehouse. I'm pretty sure Music Warehouse was the name of them all across the country, right? Bunch mm-hmm. of independent stores, maybe a chain. And I had saw the coup a few times and like, it looked interesting. And I saw like, oh, like featuring Spice One and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, they, these are some Bay Area niggas. I want I want to check their shit out. Like, I think it was called like 40 ounces to freedom or something. And I was like, yo, I, I want to check this album out. And when I had some money in my pocket and there was no other album I wanted before that one, because I always prioritize like, yeah. oh, let me get this album first before I get this album. And I was like, fuck, okay, I'm going to go and get this shit. And I got on, God, I freaking forgot the the number six bus. It was the number six bus route at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they changed it, though. After 2001, they changed it to the number one bus route, uh, which runs all the way from Spanaway up to Tacoma Community College. And I get on the number six bus, headed toward the Tacoma Community College so I can get off across the street from Jack in the Box, get the CD, and then go to Jack in the Box, you know, get a fucking a jumbo jack and then go in the dollar theater and see something cheap and go home. Mm-hmm. And when I I didn't even get off the bus because as approaching where the warehouse store was, I saw that it burned down. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and there goes my coup album. <laughs> Yikes. 
Yeah, I'm um, sorry. I was laughing at one of these Boyce Watkins tweets. He is tweeting about them so much. Uh, one of the tweets he said is if hashtag Cardi B were a hashtag black man rapping about his Gentiles. I'm pretty sure he meant genitals. Uh, rapping about his Gentiles in front of millions of little children, they would call her a sexual predator. And the first comment is, from the window to the walls. playing with us man but um there's some other fun tweets in here i think the one you were looking for specifically was this one which is from yesterday boyce watkins tweeted a song called wet ass pussy is a problem for the same reasons a song called hard ass dick would be called out to women's liberation has nothing to do with letting people sexually assault your child's minds in public okay so what? michael jackson <laughs> the crotch grabbing extraordinaire of the <laughs> early 90s <laughs> was literally they called him the king of pop and uh, some of you may be a little younger than me you may not remember this back in the early 90s yo when a michael jackson video came out it was literally a news yes. event yes it wasn't just on mtv it was on channel 5 channel mm -hmm. 4 channel 13 mm -hmm. they showed the making of the like before the making the video was an mtv yeah. show it was like a whole fucking special yeah they would drop a video they would spend like two hours on michael yes. jackson did a new video and like what crisscross was a new group coming out and um they were 12 and 13 when they first dropped and Michael Jackson featured them in the jam video. Mm -hmm. And guess what Michael Jackson also did in the jam video? Just crotch grabbing and God, humping the right. air like a motherfucker. As he always does, yeah. But also, like, sexually assaulting your child's minds. So women engaged in sex acts is raping your children's minds? Because that's what he's saying. Like, again, his problem is that women consenting is the problem. And then, of course, because, you know, they uh, took Peppy Le Pew out of the Space Jam sequel. He has a like one of those side by side memes and it's got the cat trying to get away from Peppy and it says damaging our children. And then underneath it's got a screenshot of like Megan and Cardi B like up on each other and it says wholesome family entertainment, which like, first of all, nobody said it was family entertainment. It's the Grammys. It's an entertainment show, but it's not family entertainment. Secondly, what's the, what is the biggest difference between these two things? Cardi B and Megan consensually touching each other yeah. while the cat is trying to is literally has her claws in Peppy's stomach trying to get away from him. The problem that they he really has is that like he does not like it when women have consent. Um, yep. And then this one, I heard that Cardi B and Megan The Stallion reminded the reminded the world that black girls will be most celebrated for being dirt cheap, nasty, unapologetic hoes. Hashtag Grammys. Really? So who's that? Hold on. Um, let me see. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna throw a little search term at you there. Yeah, I, I just I just want to see what's happening because he said that this is when black black women and girls are most celebrated. I guess is yes. what he's saying. Yes. Um, I'm just gonna type in Michelle Obama. Oh, who's that? <laughs> um, is she like most, a backup dancer to like a rapper or something? I think most influential is the words. Ah, Michelle Obama is on the 2019 Time 100 list. Huh. Most admired woman. Uh, Michelle Obama, the most influential woman in the world. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, uh, again, totally. And these are all separate articles <laughs> and links from different years. Here's 2016. Breaking barriers. Michelle Obama, the most influential woman of this era. What the fuck are you talking about? 
again, the problem is when women consent. That's the problem. You're not supposed to consent. Yeah. And yeah. right, and that's why I see all these niggas as some buster ass cowards, right? Uh, and I mean, like, especially ones like Boyce Watkins, right? These mm-hmm. glasses wearing, because his thing is like he's the fucking really um the calculated nerd. Because mm-hmm. won't none of these niggas say shit about Tariq Nasheed, who very casually lets you know that his last source of income before this was that he was a pimp. Yep. And they will not fucking well, deal with him about because that. Because it's not his problem. It's the problem of the homes those girls were raised in that they turned to that lifestyle choice. If, you know, better fathers or mothers or Jesus or capitalism or something, and they wouldn't have had to be hoes. So there are no pimps that uh, recruit no that doesn't happen you only get recruited if you don't understand how the world works and you can't understand how the world works if you don't come from an upper middle class two family parent household so what you're telling me is that Tariq Nasheed the pimp was like huh <laughs> he's going through a stack of papers right I, I need a I need one of those uh those like the visor. green visors <laughs> yeah you can, you can be like what the all right let's uh no, honey, I'm busy. I'm going to be working. I'm going to be all night going through these, um, what, what are they, resumes. Mm-hmm. You know Let's my address see. is on here, right? Is that showing up? I don't know. Oh, I hope fuck, not. no, it's not. No. Good. Yeah, that's what's good about only being able to afford a $70 camera. <laughs> Can't see shit. <laughs> Fucking, right? He's looking at him like, hmm. So this one says they've only done 350 hand jobs last year? Hmm. Not for my stable. Sorry. All right. Next resume. Like, people are applying. No one is looking for a pimp. Pimps force it. Like, there's a reason why the language gorilla pimp exists. Yeah. And, like, there's a reason why, like, I don't think that. I never thought that shit was cute. Like, and I remember. Let's look back at these gangster rap lyrics again. What did Ice-T say um, on the song Gangsta Team on South Central Cartel's album in Gats We Trust, uh, released by Pump Records and Def Jam Records in 1994. And the name of the song was Gangsta Team, Spice One, MC8, Ice-T, Havoc the Rhyme Son, and Prodigy. Not East Coast Prodigy, West Coast Prodigy. And not Rock and Roll Prodigy, Rap Prodigy. There's way too many Havocs and Prodigies out there. <laughs> <laughs> and Ice-T's line was, when I used to pimp them hoes, they called me Ice Gorilla. Yeah. He was a violent pimp and he lets you know it. And at that time that that album was recorded, he was 34 years old. So he was very clear in knowing what he was saying when he said it. Yeah. That wasn't no confused young man. Yeah. All right. So. And that's what the fuck Tariq Nasheed was. And he very casually, like, he'll deny it if the question comes up blatantly, were you a pimp? No. But, like, he says things like, um, remember uh, when Homegirl was on the Dr. Phil show saying she was black, but saying, oh, no, I'm yeah. not black. I mm-hmm. hate niggers, all that. And, um, and her mother was actually recently in a relationship with a white man and broke up with him and left him because the white man was like racist and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And Tariq said, this is why hoes need pimps. Verbatim quote. Yep. This is why hoes need pimps. He just straight up said that shit. Yeah. But these he, niggas will not get at him. He said that in the segment too about the, um, the Flint water where he was mad about the, because it was, 
what was it? It was like a black actress who was telling the story that her mom had two boyfriends and both of the dudes were like buying them like school supplies and shit like that. Yeah. And that was one where he was like, that's why they're poisoning our water in Flint and whatever. But he talked about that too, that um, she needed, that she basically needed a pimp because she was like, what the fuck did he say? Some like wild ass shit, like a, like a fucking gutter cock choking hoe or some shit. Oh yeah, I do you remember that? that? Like yeah. it was like some wildly misogynistic like rape culture shit, and then like ended up with like, and that's what happens when you don't have a pimp. Like type of like that was his. Oh, theme. he said they're juggling dicks. They're, that's what he said. He said a lot more than that. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, I'm, that was that segment, and yeah, that was and so like you know you need a pimp because that's not how you you know. Yeah responsibly or like some language that he regularly uses like when men call in and ask for advice with women he always says what what he says you need to try to get is cooperation <sighs> he always uses that language yeah and won't none of these niggas get at him because they're all about following francis welsing and neely fuller mm-hmm. and one of neely fuller's tenants is and I, I i don't follow neely fuller so don't don't, don't hold me to that shit fuck neely fuller he's Fuck that nigga. Yeah. Fuck that nigga. Fuck that nigga. Okay. What I'm fucking um, but is that you? Uh, you don't say anything uh, uh, against another black person in public, like in mm-hmm. disagreement, yeah. because they have. He made up this bullshit called VGQ, Victims Guaranteed Qualified, which doesn't even sound coherent. It's not because it's not coherent. Yeah, victims get <laughs> because he's saying that any black person that presents an idea to combat white supremacy then they are qualified to present that opinion by virtue of being black. Yeah, which, that's okay, a terrible so idea. Candace Owens, you say, huh? Mm, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? All Candace right. Owens thinks that vaginas are removable. Whoa, what? <laughs> she was talking about that VMA performance with uh, Cardi and Megan and made some tweet about, like, taking out your vagina and slapping it inside someone else's or something. And I was like, I don't know if you know how vaginas work. but I mean, That sounds cool, but I don't think you can do it. <laughs> Like it's a, it's not a poly pocket. You can't like <laughs> it's a gigapet. Hey, nineties kids. <laughs> and also, I'm laughing because one of the comments in Boyce's uh, comment section under the one where he shared the meme with uh, the Pepe Le Pew and the screenshot from the VMA, from the Grammys. Uh, one of the people underneath it said, "This is only okay because this is two females and it's gays that run the industry." Really? <laughs> Who? Like what? Right. N- name the CEO of the company. They always say the industry. Who's the so, CEO of the industry? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. The industry.net? What the fuck are you talking about? These niggas do not try to make sense. Like, conservatism is fucking <laughs> weird. And uh, But also, it's like, you're looking at the factor of you're pretending to be surprised that two popular artists performed a hit record. Well, I mean, but also like, if this was, if they had been doing the same, uh, the same costuming and the same choreography in the background while there was like a male rapping, you would not have this problem with it. No. Like so, again, the problem is when women consent and do it for themselves, and it's like, all right, well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Clown, clown ass voice. <laughs> hashtag bodybuilder voice. Yeah. And he still hasn't blocked me, so I can still see what he's saying. Yeah, and my bad. I missed a hell of what's going on in the chat space. I missed hella. 
Uh, oh, DC Love said, I'm running on limited data, but hello. Oh, like watching on the smartphone? Oh, probably. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, no, don't let, don't, don't, don't wait, don't waste the data on that. Uh, catch the podcast later. I think MP3s <laughs> are an easier download. Probably. And I think if you download on Wi Fi, like you're just using the Wi Fi and not your data. Yeah. 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 And that's something I do notice, like when I look at the Wine Cellar Media stats. Like it shows like in the morning, there will just be a bunch of downloads. Yeah. <laughs> and it's majority downloads. And it used to be majority Samsung. It's like starting to swing more toward Apple, but still a lot of Samsung downloads in the morning. Yeah. So it seems like people are going mm-hmm. to work or going to school and they're like, I got, I got, I got to get, I got to get this, this whacking. <laughs> He's going to say some weird shit. And, um, yeah, and then they uh, take it with them and, and ride with that MP3. It's and you do. You don't disappoint. You always say weird shit. Nah, uh Nah, uh I can't even begin to count the things you've said on here that aren't even real words. What? What? What in the schmargin flaffle are you talking about, Chief? What? You're not saying real words. Really? Let me make sure I don't have any. Oh, geez. Um, bad news. I don't want to close on bad news, but I also don't want to miss this story. And this is not in um in McMurica. This is out in um Turkey, to my I think understanding. You said Turkey, yeah. Yeah. And um so the it's on pinknews.co.uk and a uh, a transgender teenager is essentially blind um after being attacked and after an acid attack by their ex-boyfriend. Alrighty, um and so what ha- with the acid attack uh one eye is uh completely out uh completely gone mm-hmm. and the other eye only has 15% vision it's fucking evil all right so um <clears throat> um going to go ahead and gun it in for pronouncing this name um Asia Kev- here um had celebrated her 18th birthday just moments before her ex-boyfriend Emre Bozturk uh, reportedly splashed hydrochloric acid over her in Istanbul, Turkey. Damn. Uh, This was on March 9th. Um, The Syrian refugee, so this person was already a refugee, a Syrian refugee now lies in a hospital bed in um, Kokeli. Her body is covered in third degree burns, scars, and full body bandages, and her face is disfigured. Damn. Uh, and as I said, uh, with the vision, one vision gone, the other one 15% left. Uh, her friends are wary of leaving her alone in a, this is where, here we go. Her friends are wary of leaving her alone in a hospital where healthcare providers and her own family are, quote, disgusted, unquote, by her and them, they said. Uh, she recognized her attacker immediately, her ex-boyfriend. She claimed put on a face mask to carry out the vicious attack at around 6.30 in the p.m. as she left her home. Uh, she told the police fellers that she had recently broken up with Boss Turk after he threatened to kill her. Jesus. A firestorm of criticism was sparked, however, when it emerged that the police fellers had not yet arrested the suspect. Uh, Countless Twitter users began uh, chanting the victim's name through a hashtag that rallied for users to uh, not, quote, remain silent against hate attacks. 
uh, end quote. While Cavahir's uh, friends call on the suspect to be handed the heaviest sentence possible. Uh, the uh, gendarmerie. Okay, th- that word that I can't even begin to pronounce what is word? the uh, gendarmerie. Oh. Okay, is a military wing of uh, Turkey's law enforcement. Uh, they detained uh, Boss Turk in Esik. Woo, Eskipazar in Karabuk and was taken to court Sunday on March thirteenth. The um. This individual remains in custody at the time of uh, writing under the uh, charge of intentional injury. The charge is defined by the country's penal code as intentional injury due to recklessness. The penalty to be imposed shall be reduced by up to two thirds. It continues uh, carrying a sentence of one to three years. Did not want to uh, close on that, but that is the, uh, the kind of real shit that I'll, uh, I'll just keep on covering, you know, because, like, this homophobia, this transphobia, like, all this oppression outside of the binary uh, cis normativity, mm-hmm. I always keep in mind, like, uh, well, first off, ideologically, I'm against that. Like, let niggas live. Right? Like, there is, like, I've never been, no one has ever walked up to me and punched me in the fucking face and said, yeah, this is because I'm transgendered, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's never... No, I've been punched in the face randomly, and it was because you're a nigger and I'm white. That's literally the only time I've ever been randomly attacked. Like, no one that's transgender or gay is just out to put the smash down on you. Right. Like, yes, there is a police force that recently hired a transgender woman, so that's probably going to happen in that community out there. But that's because that person is a blue life now. Yep. But as far as the pride flag goes, light blue, light pink, and white. Ain't no light blue, light pink, and white. Never harm me, and I'm down with them niggas. Mm-hmm. And I exist because of that. My biological father is that community. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That That's literally why I'm here. It's because my biological father was closeted, had sex with a woman, and married that woman, and had kids with that woman to prove how straight and hetero he is. And that's why I'm here now. So, fuck, I'm down with these folks. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm going to keep covering these joints. Yeah, I was actually just glancing at Twitter with to see what this story. The only places I'm seeing really covering it are foreign outlets. Hmm. It hasn't even hit, like, mainstream American news. Yeah, and on some level, for some reason, pinknews.co.uk is, like, a about kind of American for some reason. Really? Probably because of Facebook. Hmm. Yeah, because of Facebook, because like most of the commenters are American. Like a lot of people in the comments section, they don't say bloke. <laughs> yeah, they never say, "Oh, well, that, that's a wrong bloke." No, they're they're <laughs> they're, they're saying man and guy and dude. Like yeah. it's it's an American audience on their Facebook page heavily. All right, and with that, it is one thirty-seven in the PM. So I better act like I need to go get exploited somewhere. Uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash wine cellar media fund um that public episode that is temporarily public uh where i just started my series on constructively covering gangster rap is going to be at the phoenix and williams show level uh the ten dollar a month level and this episode right here free public news coverage conversation radio mm-hmm. and the uh the tip jars are always there. PayPal.me slash Phoenix and William. The Venmo is at Wine Cellar Media. 
Phoenix Kaliter set up one of them Cash App deals, and it's a uh, dollar sign Phoenix Kaliter. Yes. And uh, shout out to the homie Loco that uh, hit us up because they heard us on the Struggle Sessions program recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I listen to the Struggle Sessions. Like, that's my sort of rhetorical BDSM where <laughs> I listen to folks like that that are really smart about TV and film just totally berate the hell out of things that I thought were great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, why y'all, why y'all beating the shit out of what I thought was awesome? I like it though. So yeah, I I do. uh, I I like to play the struggle sessions program when I can. I'll definitely be playing it a lot more if and when I can escape um, this mandatory seven day week shift work shit. Okay. All right, and that will be that, and this will be this. Yes. (laughs) Did I tell you that a fucking um, swerf on Twitter the other day told me that? if you don't support modifying, if if you do support modifying the uh, reg- the sex offender registry, that you support pedophiles. And I pointed out, I was like, a homeless person who pees outside because they can't use a bathroom will get put on that list. Like, why should they be on there with a child rapist? And they blocked you. She didn't block me. She was just like, "You're just supporting pedophiles." That was all she kept saying. You're supporting pedophiles. I'm like, all right. People just stick to their fucking talking points. <laughs> like, make it make sense, please. Right, like you see how you said, I disagree. Like those are not OGs. They don't put their. Well, I'm like, because they're tra- it's because they're trying to create a new propaganda uh, talking point. <clears throat> because these are people who support the Nordic model, and so they're trying. Because there's like some guy who has, I haven't looked into his case. I don't know what it is, but some type of like something that got him put on the sex offender registry involving a child. <clears throat> and so they're like, see, he supports the Nordic model. Therefore, if you support the Nordic model, you're a pedophile. And it's like that's not how Wait, that if you works. Don't support it. Yeah, if you don't support it, you're a pedophile like him. And it's like, that's not how it works. Like, just because he's a, if he is a pedophile and he says the Nordic model is good, that doesn't make the Nordic model bad. There's pedophiles like, that like cheeseburgers. Like, you're going to stop eating? What the fuck? <laughs> right. That's like, but like, the, they're trying, like, you can see them in real time trying to get it together that this is like the new talking point. That if you oppose the Nordic model, it's because you want to not just enable rapists and not just enable pimps. Now it's you want to enable people who rape children. So this is their new. Fuck. And they're starting to call it the equality model now instead should, of the Nordic model. You should send me the screenshots and links and then we can make articles documenting them trying to do this in real time. Definitely. Yeah, just like how we basically covered the um the Alex Jones in real time and all the shit we've covered in real time. Yeah, yeah, because I, I just found this yesterday. So, yeah, I have like more screenshots to grab. But yeah, this is their new where they're trying to go with the propaganda. Yeah, and it's only going to get realer and timier. I should have been stopped the podcast oh, recording. Oh, shit, we're still recording? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Okay, com. Extra content for you that wasn't on the video. Whole 60 seconds, motherfucker. Uh-oh, there we go. <laughs> 